Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 43. Email address, shalombayis777 at gmail.com. It is very common um, in a marriage, even in the beginning, even during Shonari Shaina sometimes, where the spark gets lost a little bit. The excitement goes away. Um, and over time, and as the family builds up, and as pressures come up, it becomes very routine-like, and marriage doesn't seem so exciting anymore, and your wife or husband doesn't seem so glamorous anymore, and um, we take it for granted somewhat, and it becomes somewhat dull, and sometimes even something that you look on a little bit negatively. Um, because of all these other things that come up and because of how life uh, presents itself. And every couple needs to know, no matter what stage they are in, when this they experience this, that there is no reason to be alarmed when this happens. Especially, you know, when you had um, the dating experiences and in the beginning, extreme excitement and anticipation and connection, and then that connection sort of phases out somewhat. Do not be alarmed. Do not be scared. You will have to kufis both ways in marriage. It's just the way it is. Sometimes we feel very excited and connected to your husband and your wife, and sometimes not. A lot of it is just simply a natural progression, and it's not something to be alarmed about. doesn't mean necessarily that there's anything really wrong. It's, this is the way life is. Nevertheless, what each of us has to do is we have to try to counteract this. It's similar to Lahavdil. It's not even a Lahavdil, but I'll say it. When men say Kriyashma twice a day. You know, when we blow the shoifer once a year, there's a certain excitement there. Um, when we do Badikas Hamas once a year, there could be an excitement there. Um, when you do... Um, Kiddush HaChama, once every 28 years, there is a great excitement there. Or Pinyin Aben, when it's the, you know, you're doing a Pinyin Aben, and not, not everyone does it, and when you're able to do that, there's an excitement there. But when you're laying Kriyashma twice a day, every single day, and that's a mitzvah day raisa, or you wash for a meal every day, or even more than once a day, and you say birchas amazin, and that's a mitzvah day raisa, those type of mitzvahs that we do every day, or sometimes twice a day, or by men shmeina esrei, three times a day, we tend to sometimes feel like, like it's a rote, which is understandable, 100% understandable. But we have the ability, we have kayach, to be able to overcome this and to look at Kriyashma every day like a new thing, every single Kriyashma and every single shmeina esrei. And it, it could become new again. And it could become a spark. So it's very important to do what you can to awaken those feelings again of warmth that you once had towards your husband or wife and to think about it and let it grow again. Think of all the chasadim, all the kindnesses that your husband and your wife does and for you and work towards it. Or work towards refreshing the marriage, work towards renewing the relationship, and um, this alone. 
this simple reminding, writing it down or thinking about it or expressing it in words of all the countless benefits, all the hasadim, all the tremendous gifts that you receive from your wife or from your husband, that will give you the ability to conquer over the Yetzirah and to get that feeling of excitement again and to be more committed to become true and to be loyal towards your wife and towards your husband. Each of you need to know, it makes no difference how intelligent you think you are or actually are. You have the ability to use your mind, give your your chaylis, according to your ability, and you can under you most likely underestimate the kayach, the power of your own mind and what it could accomplish. And that applies to all levels. Even if you think you're on a lower level, a lot of people feel inferior if they don't have um, certain um, abilities in scholastically or whatever it is. Everyone has different gifts, and each of us has limitations too. There are a lot of things that I can't do that other people can. But the bottom line is, is even if that's the case and you feel limited by whatever you feel limited by, do not underestimate the power of your mind and the power of your heart, of your emotions when used properly. These are beautiful and precious gifts. They are given to you from Hashem. And you can use the power of your mind to strengthen the love you have for your husband and for your wife. And during the day, for example, you sometimes think of your husband, think of your wife, how wonderful they are in many, many ways, a list of chasadim that they have done for you or are doing for you. And both of you make those lists, both of you think about it, and you grow from that. And you grow and you develop. And do not get derailed when there's a bump in the road. Do not get upset. And yes, it's upsetting sometimes when things happen. Um, Someone broke something that they didn't, um, you know, whatever it is. I want to tell you also about sensitivity. I just wanted to just share this with you. Rapam uh, And this I actually heard from him. And it shows the sensitivity that he has, that he had. So to get into it, basically, there is, there is a certain types of china sets. China sets are china that's made out of earthenware. It's very, very expensive. Now, the halacha is that if you have a set of china, which could be worth hundreds and hundreds, even $1,000, a beautiful china set, if it's made the way it's usually made by real earthenware, and then something happens that made it treif, let's say it was fleshiks got mixed with the milchiks in certain ways, and it, it became treif, the din is, is that has a din of a klicheres, that's earthenware, and earthenware... Uh, you can't be metarit. The only way to be metarit is to break it and to destroy it. So basically, you could have a beautiful set of china made out of earthenware, and if there's a tray for shayla that popped in there, uh, and it's something that you can't, you know, there's no heter for it, just really basa b'chalav or, or some tray got into it, it's gone. The whole set is gone. And uh, But there's a machloikis, with some earthenware china sets that are made with glaze. Glaze means that there's like a glass covering over it that covers the the top of it all around and it has that glass film around it. There, there's a machlekes apaiskim. 
some hold that it still has a din of earthenware, and if it becomes treif, you have to destroy it, it's gone. And some hold that because it has the glaze on it, the glass, you could be toivel it. Shaykh to be do hagola, shaykh to be toivel it, shaykh to save it and salvage it. So that's the machlaikis. So Rapam related once in a shir that once a couple, it happened, whatever the story was, that the wife had this real expensive china set. And um, something happened with it that it became treif. The whole entire set became treif. I don't know the whole situation, exactly how that occurred. And it was the type of china that had this glaze on it, that had this like glass film on it. And they, and they went to Rapam what to do. Now, Rapam himself, Bishita held that, had, that it, the, the glaze did not take it out of the status of Klicheres, meaning that it's strafe, you destroy it. End of story, end of China set. So he saw, really, though, that there was a question of Shalom Bayis here, of agitation between one to the other for killing such a beautiful set. So he, told, he said, basically, he told them, go to the Debrezina Rav. He was a big Paisik in Borough Park, a tremendous tzaddik. And his opinion was that this glazed set of China, you could do Hagala or be Toivel or, what, or however, whatever, there's a remedy to it that you don't have to destroy it. So you see what Rapam did here. And this is an interesting thing in a Koyach HaPsak also sometimes, where Rapam himself, Beshita, held that this 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 klicheres can't is, is gone, has to be destroyed. But he did not render the Psak. He did not render the Psak. He saw the situation, saw that it would in some way aggravate the Shalom bias, that one will be upset at the other for because of their uh, quote-unquote negligence or laziness or carelessness, destroyed a beautiful thousand-dollar set of China. So he sent them to the Debrezinah of, who he knew would be Mater. He knew would be Mater. You see a koyach apsak. This is a separate issue. You see a koyach apsak where a paisa could really, in their heart, believe something, but if they did not render the psak and they tell somebody to go to somewhere else to paskin, that that has weight and that has bearing. So you see what Pam did, even with something that seems, in the scheme of things, trivial. Although a set of china worth a lot of money, I'm not saying it's trivial, but in the scheme of things, and and Trefus is Yiddishkeit. It's a serious thing. But nevertheless, this is what Rapam did. And this shows the certain sensitivity you have to have in, in maintaining the peace between a couple. And the couple themselves, who we're talking to now, the husband and wife, need to also be careful about these things. Don't get scared when the marriage seems stale for the time being. Do not be scared at all. All you need to do is realize that will pass too. But you have to do things and work on it and do things to renew and to refresh and to think, use the power of your mind and heart. You all have it. And Be'ezes Hashem, you will both be matzliach and be zeichat to a tremendous amount of simcha in your lives. Have a wonderful day.